friends, and welcome back to Doable Discipleship, a Saddleback Church podcast designed to help you deepen your faith, or as we just love to call it. It's the show that helps you grow. That's right. And just a reminder, this is uh, a part of the Saddleback family of podcasts, so you can find information on this podcast and all the other podcasts from Saddleback at uh, saddleback.com slash podcasts. And with all that being said, let's talk about what we're talking about today. Linda, we're going to be talking about the fruit of the Spirit. Love it. I've this had is this, exciting. This has been like on our short list of things that we've wanted to do for a long time. Mm-hmm. And we just finally, uh, you know, said, let's do it. Let's, uh, <laughs> let, let's do this. So, okay. The fruit of the Spirit. Now, kind of commonly known. You right. may, if you're listening, you may know what the fruit of the Spirit are. Um, you know, it, you know, we say, oh yeah, it's, it's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Yeah, yeah. People have them memorized, but are they commonly understood? What is actually being talked about? <laughs> That's kind of a little bit of what I want to uh, get into today. And I, I want you to know, and I'll, I'll say this throughout the podcast, this is actually a perfect time if you're not subscribed to Saddleback's Found podcast, which Linda is a co-host on, along with Brandon Bathauer from our team, then this is a perfect opportunity to check out that podcast as well because they are in the middle of a series walking through a couple of these Fruit of the Spirit. Love yep. um, came out uh, a couple weeks ago, right? and they're going to do an episode on peace and an episode on joy. joy. Mm-hmm. And looking at it from a perspective of, like, what does culture say these things are? Right. What do we see them in as in the church? Right. And, but what does the Bible actually say what these things are? Amazing. So perfect opportunity to go in. We'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. But let's go back to the fruit of the Spirit as we're going to be talking about it today. Um, let's, you know what? Let's go and read the passage from Galatians where we find this. From the Bible. You yes. would think that's a good place to start. A very okay. good place. Galatians 5.22 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, just another word for patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Now, this is where I wanted to take this episode. It's been my impression, and I used to think this way, and I think a lot of other people may think this way, Mm -hmm. that people often think that the fruit of the Spirit is basically a list of good qualities, good characteristics, right? It's good to be loving. Yes. It's good to be peaceful and be patient. And that this is almost a directive of, hey, these are the ways that you should live. Yeah. These are things that you should strive for yeah. to Make have a in your and life. Do it. <laughs> these are the things to work on in your mm-hmm. life, that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And I think uh, there's actually a different way to approach this. Yeah. So in this verse, the first word of verse 22 <laughs> is but. <laughs> And what we need to do whenever we come to a passage of scripture is put it back in its context to see what Paul is actually saying, because he's using a contrast here. He's, he said something. And Anytime he's say, there's a but in the Bible, yeah. it means you also need to look back at what was just said. Right, right. <laughs> context is fun. So let's back up to verse 16 and let me read from there and let's see if we can get some hints for context. And it says, so I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit, and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. 
But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. The acts of the flesh are obvious, sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. It's a lot of stuff. Yeah, a lot of bad stuff. (laughs) (laughs) He goes on, I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. But... Yeah, there we uh-huh, go. There it is. But in contrast to all of those bad things, it says the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. Quite the passage. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it really kind of puts some context around it. For sure. Is, yes, is, um, it's talking about the way, you know, the acts of the flesh. If we did, if we lived without the spirit, if we lived apart from the spirit and just mm-hmm. lived based on um, our own internal, you know, um, thoughts and whims, yeah. it leads to that whole list of bad stuff, right. you know? Um, but if we live a spirit-filled life, if we mm-hmm. live a life that is focused on, on that the Holy Spirit is living in me mm-hmm. um, and that connection, then we see all this good stuff, love, joy, peace, and so on and so forth. So I think, I think, this, I think this comparison is really important. And what I see, well, how this reads to me, mm-hmm is I see kind of an opportunity for like a little self-assessment. Yeah, for sure. You know, asking myself the question, what am I seeing in my life? Right. Am I seeing acts of debauchery? Oh, dear. (laughs) I'm just saying, asking these questions, right? It's good to ask. Asking these questions. Do I see jealousy, discord, Mm -hmm. fits of rage? Do I Mm -hmm. see um, acts of the flesh? Right. Or am I seeing fruit of the spirit? Yeah, this is one of those places where the word acts like a mirror because it says, do you see all these things? These are not of the spirit. <laughs> exactly. It's an opportunity to go back and kind of look at your life, do a little self-assessment here. Because as I'm saying, is that the fruit of the spirit is not just a list of nice character qualities. Mm. They are good things to have, of course, that they're, you know, it, the, it's the fruit, but it's the fruit of the spirit. So right. really... These character qualities, these fruit of the spirit, is a look at how your attachment is to Jesus. Yeah. How your attachment is to the vine. That which brings us back to my favorite chapter of the Bible, John mm-hmm. 15. Right. Which says, you know, Jesus is speaking and he says, I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Mm. I think it would do us a disservice if we... You know, it did not go back to the fruit and vine chapter right. <laughs> when talking about the fruit of the spirit. 
Absolutely. And to me, it's it reads pretty pretty true that no branch can bear fruit by itself. Right. Therefore, if you go back to then the acts of the flesh, if you are living by yourself, mm-hmm. focused on the acts of the flesh, then you, then you saw that list of bad things that you mm-hmm. get. Mm-hmm. You don't get no fruit. <laughs> Right? It's not good fruit. The fruit comes when you remain in the vine. Right. You need to remain in the vine to get the nutrients to bear the fruit. Right. So that's where that's where I think this look, this approach to the fruit of the spirit is mm-hmm. worth thinking about. It's worth mm-hmm. spending mm-hmm. some time on. Because the fruit of the spirit, I should say, are also not just a checklist of things to work on. Mm-hmm. It's not you go through this list, these nine things, and you say, I need to work on patience. I need to work on self-control. Right, which is how a lot of people approach them. A lot of people approach them as a checklist of character qualities that you then assess yourself against and say, oh, I'm I'm pretty good at being joyful. Right. But I'm not very good at having self-control. So let me work on self-control. Or they say something like, I'm going to pray for patience. Exactly. Don't ever do that. Exactly. There's... (laughs) Word to the wise. For multiple reasons. (laughs) Um, So as a a self-assessment... What these fruit of the Spirit are is they are assessing your connection with the Spirit, your connection with God. It is not assessing, like, how much you need to work on these character qualities. It's assessing how how are you connected with God right now. Mm. So if you are noticing a lack of patience in your life, the answer shouldn't be, I need to work on patience. It should be, I need to work on my connection with Jesus. Such a different way to think. I don't think I've actually ever heard it taught this way. Well, tell me if I'm wrong. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I love it. (laughs) Free as we're recording to say, Jason, I don't think this is right. No, but it's, it's exactly, it's right on. It goes back to the connection piece. And I think it's a huge part of a lot of what we're doing and talking about right now is this connectedness piece. But I I just, to me, this goes back to, and I, I, I had this for later, but I can share it here. I have, a, I have a real life example of this from this morning. This morning, as we're recording this, um, I did not sleep well. My, mm. my kids have been sick, so I did not sleep well. Mm. And uh, I woke up uh, not very happy because I did <laughs> not sleep well. And, and my kids came out at like you know, 6.15 or whatever time it was, ready to do the day. And I did not have any connection with Jesus time. (laughs) So as the morning goes on, things start happening. Kids being kids, you know, being under the age of four with each other, things happen. And I was not my best self. Hmm. I did not handle it in uh, the best way that I could have. I see. And I went, and so as I was getting ready for the day, I was thinking about it. And I was thinking that we were going to be recording this episode. And I was like, I didn't have patience and I didn't act in love. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not going, you know, but the answer is not, wow, I need to be more patient. The answer is I didn't have any connection with God time. Yeah. And so I used that time to spend a little bit of time with God. Mm-hmm. I didn't have my Bible at the time. So how, how I did that was by singing some songs, mm-hmm. in, you know, that I, that I have memorized or, or, or talking with God about it too. And then I was able to then go back out and restart mm-hmm. the day with, with my kids, ask for a redo. Mm-hmm. And I explained to them, said, I didn't act the way that I should have. I, I hadn't had an, any, any connection time with God yet. And I didn't feel, you know, so I wasn't, I wasn't connected right. 
And I love that you're modeling that for your kids. I mean, just the, well, they're four and two. We'll see yeah, what well, happens. You know, but I'll start from start now. Early. I'll start now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start now. But yeah, so to me, that was that was how I did this self assessment myself. I was completely aware I did not have the patience um, and respond in love the way that I should have. Mm-hmm. I did not mm-hmm. keep peace in the house the way that I should have. Mm-hmm. So I was able to self assess, realize. I didn't, I just woke up and started the day. I didn't, I hadn't mm-hmm. prayed. I hadn't thought about God yet yeah. other than, oh God, why are these kids awake? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so I was able to make it right and do that fix. So that's where, that's where I think just this shift in my mind for how these fruit of the spirit can work, I think is a helpful way to look at it. And I think, you know, so if these fruit are what it, looks like to have healthy attachment to Jesus, then if we were to see in our lives that we're not having those fruit, kind of like you did, you were like, okay, I don't need to focus on fixing the fruit. I need to focus on my connection to Jesus. And I think that, um, you know, in gardening, we know this instinctively. If you have a fruit tree- I wouldn't know. I'm not a gardener. No, I kill every plant that comes into my house, but I've heard. I have friends (laughs) that that do it well. But if a, if a piece of fruit on your tree is rotten, you don't try to paint it and make it look better and try to fix <laughs> it. It's, it's rotten fruit. You go back to the source. Are the, you know, is the soil, does it have proper nutrients? Is it getting water? Yeah, is if, it- if the tree is producing bad fruit, then you got to start asking what's going on with the tree. Right. Not it, with the fruit itself. Right. Yeah, the fruit is more of an evidence. Yeah. And so you can't fix that until you fix what's going into what's coming up in the roots. And so if your roots are in Christ, you know, if you don't see those fruit, you need to go back and visit that relationship and say, okay, <laughs> I need more time with him. I need to, to refocus my heart and my mind on him. And then the fruit that grows will begin to be healthier and healthier. Yeah. And so again, if we're not healthily attached to Jesus, then we can't expect to see healthy fruit no matter how much we want to see it, no matter how much we focus on the fruit itself, it, we're not going to see it. It's only going to happen as we focus on Jesus. Yeah, so if you find yourself feeling unloving or not feeling any joy or peace or being, you know, go down the list. If right. you find, if you're saying, wow, I'm feel, I don't feel like I have this in my life right now or I'm mm-hmm. feeling, a, I can sense a total lack of, you know, this patience, self-control, whatever, instead of telling yourself to work on it, right? maybe ask yourself how your prayer life is mm-hmm. or ask yourself how you, how your quiet times are, or even something like how grateful to God you are. Mm-hmm. You know, am I expressing my gratitude to God? Am I offering thanks? Because mm-hmm. when connection with God is your highest priority, we can expect, based off of this ver, based off of what we see, that yeah. the fruit of the spirit is, when your connection with God and Spirit is your highest priority, we can expect to see these fruit blossom in our lives. Which then, when these fruit blossom, mm-hmm. which just means that they're evident, that you're feeling them, that you are seeing right. them live out in your life, that that means then they trickle down and affect every other area of your life. So I just wanted to offer that kind of encouragement today, just a different way to think about it. This is obviously a much shorter episode than mm-hmm, usual mm-hmm. of uh, of doable discipleship, but this is something that I've that we've been wanting to talk about. Mm-hmm. 
and um, just I'm I'm glad to have the opportunity and again have the real world example <laughs> this morning <laughs> to share about it. And so Linda's gonna is gonna end us by kind of doing this little walking you through this kind of brief little exercise. These these self assessment questions that you can ask. But I wanted to just offer this kind of encouragement. A lot of this, a, a lot of what we talk about when we talk about discipleship and we talk about spiritual growth and how you are and how, you know, mm-hmm. what you're seeing in your life, a lot of that really just goes back on how is your relationship with God? Mm-hmm. Are you giving him time? Are you letting mm-hmm. him speak into your life? Are you, are you cultivating that friendship with God mm-hmm. or is he just there and you know he's there and mm-hmm. and you may you know know what jesus did for you you know all that right. all that stuff but you're not but you don't have that relationship to then cling to which as we see in john 15 is the source is the vine and if you want to see the fruit in your life then you gotta cultivate and care for and manage and and love that relationship, that mm-hmm. that connection that you have with the vine, with Jesus. And just even as you were talking, I was thinking about how, because we're talking about growth, you know, it's not like you spend time with Jesus and you're instantly patient tomorrow. Growth yeah. takes time. I mean, another, you know, from actual growing plants, you know that a seed begins to germinate and grow long before you see anything pop up from the soil. So you have to be patient with yourself sometimes. And know that, yes, you are spending time with the Lord and you are, are abiding in him as, as John talks about, but it may still take some time for it to grow. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's a great point. Don't beat yourself up right. if you don't see these things. It's more of just that recognition. Mm-hmm. And then also don't say, well, I, don't, I can't have a 30-minute quiet time or whatever. You know, don't start making these extreme expectations then of like, oh, well, if I can't do this, then it's not worth doing. Right. Or, well, I guess I'm just going to live with acts of debauchery in my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the, it, it's just a funny word, so it's the one I go back to. Yeah. Um, but um, instead, trust that God honors the the heart motivation Absolutely. and the little things, mm-hmm. right? God honored the widow's might. He'll honor your five minutes, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. when, you know, you have to go and lock the bathroom because otherwise the kids will come in and find you just say, I need five minutes. And you just spend it just singing a song in your head. Like I did this as I was getting dressed this morning. It's like, that's what I had because I had, I had my kids. uh, And so I was, you know, this is what I have, but I know it's going to help with that connection. I know it's going to put me back in place Mm -hmm, with you. mm -hmm. So, you know, it can be a song. It could be a verse that you have memorized that you can just repeat or meditate. It could be, it could be that you have some time to get into your Bible or mm-hmm. just, you know, a U version daily Bible app or whatever. Just those little things can go a long way, and then hopefully you'll be able to find time to have a bit more time. Sure. But what the, with the time that you have, offer it. Yeah, it's more about consistency. Than you know, 17 hours at one time or a little bit every day. <laughs> yeah. And if you live with that reminder of, I need to be connected to the vine, I need to be connected to the vine. Yeah. Then you will figure out ways to prioritize that. Absolutely. In your life. 
So let's walk through uh, just, it's a brief exercise. These could become journaling prompts. They could just be questions you ask yourself as you, you go through your week. And the first one is, am I going to God's word every single day? Um, am I? Am oh, I, yes. I, I wanted to say, yes, please I do. put this on here. So I wanted to make sure that you knew what I was talking about, <laughs> talking about in our outline. Am I going to God's word every day? Pastor Rick, um, he would talk about it like this. He would say, if I didn't have a quiet time mm. every day, you know, in a day, I would notice it. Mm-hmm. Something would feel a bit off in my day. If I didn't go, if, if I went a week without a quiet time, my wife would notice it. She'd mm. say, you're not as, as patient as yeah. you were. You're not as, you know. And if I go a month without my quiet time, he would say, my congregation would notice it. Sure. You know, I w- my words on the stage, my, my it wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't be something would be noticeably different. So that's how he would talk about it. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Go back to what you were talking about. It's all good. So the second question is, am I talking with God about his word? Um, You know, that's prayer and and spending time talking to him and letting it be a conversation with God. It's not just a download of information. It's a dialogue between you and him. He's teaching you. You're learning from him. You're responding to him. And that can be through prayer. It could be through journaling. Sure. It could be, you know, in, in many different ways that you're responding to God's word to you. Yeah. Third, am I thanking God? You know, this has been a theme in a couple of different podcasts we've had recently about the importance and power of gratitude. And yeah, last I, week's episode. Yeah. On gratitude, yeah. I lost track of where we were in time. I know. It was last <laughs> week's episode. <laughs> but just the fact that, the practice of gratitude, it changes our perspective and it refocuses us on God's presence with us, on his faithfulness to us, which helps us then walk forward into whatever we're facing. Am I talking with God about my day? Again, this is one of those things where we think, well, if nothing big happened, maybe he, you know, he knows, do I have to tell him? But it's important to spend time going over the day with him and reflecting on what went well, what didn't. What was hard, yeah. What was hard. Am I bringing prayer requests to God? And again, this isn't about just the big things or just the catastrophic things. This is about anything. If you can worry about it, you can pray about it. That's Mm -hmm. a helpful (laughs) definer Mm -hmm. for me. That means everything. Um, And then finally, am I spending time with my brothers and sisters in God's family? Um, Again, who we surround ourselves with radically impacts our perspective. It impacts everything about our lives is who we surround ourselves with. We are relational beings. That's how God made us. Yeah. Even introverts like me, I know I need to be around other <laughs> believers, other you know, other people in the family of God. Um, that's that's the purpose of fellowship. Um, so yes. Yeah, so so just to recap those things: Am I going to God's word every day? Am I talking with God about His word? Am I thanking God? Am I talking with God about my day? Am I bringing prayer requests to God? Um, am I spending time with my brothers and sisters in God's family? Just some, just some exercise, you know, just an exercise, some things to be thinking about. Mm-hmm. So maybe take a minute if you are doing the dishes or cooking or clean, you know, whatever you're doing, just pause and just ask yourself these questions. Kind of give yourself this self-assessment and then look back at the fruit of the spirit. How are you seeing those in your mm-hmm. life? Mm-hmm. And if you're not seeing them in the way that you hope, then maybe think about that connection time with God and, and make a plan or even just pause right there and just you know, sing uh, Amazing Grace, a song that you know off yes. the top of your head, <laughs> you know. Um, anyway, that's just 
that, that's just something we wanted to share with you today. So I know this was a shorter episode. And, and also, I said at the beginning, I'll say it again now, make sure to go and listen to Found, um, a Saddleback Church podcast called Found, and, and listen to the episode that they've already released on Love, Mm-hmm. And then look forward. That is a monthly release. So look forward. Next month will be on uh, joy. joy. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then the and following then month, I think peace, right? Peace. Yes. Perfect. Um, so make sure to do that. I listened to Linda and Brandon break uh, down and spend a lot of time those uh, on those um, topics. So friends, we love you. We'll be back with a, a, a very special episode next week. Uh, next week, I believe I'm doing it in my head. Next week, I believe... <laughs> is a conversation that Linda and I uh, got to have with um, Stacy Wood. Um, so make sure to come back for that. And uh, friends, we love you. We we're praying for you. And uh, we look forward to being back with you next week. If you enjoyed this episode, consider giving us a rating or a review on iTunes. If you do, you'll help other people find us in the future. You can also listen to these episodes on YouTube. Just subscribe to the Saddleback Church YouTube channel for these conversations, plus lots of other video content. And if you are already listening to us on YouTube, subscribe to the Doable Discipleship Podcast on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app so you can listen in the car or wherever else you go. Don't forget to visit saddleback.com slash doable to check out all of our previous episodes. And go to saddleback.com slash grow to find spiritual growth resources and view a calendar of upcoming events. Lastly, you can always get in touch with us by emailing maturity at saddleback.com. Send us your thoughts, send us your questions, your Bible questions, your life questions, whatever. Who knows? Your question might just inspire an upcoming episode. Thanks again for tuning in to Doable Discipleship. I'm Jason Whelan, and I hope you'll join us again next week.